Hello, hello, and welcome back to another week's episode of the Jesus Peel Places podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie Marsh, and I'm so excited that you're embarking on this journey with me. Jesus Peel Places is a space where we chat about all things body, soul, and spirit, and how when you align all three, you can unlock a full life. A healthy you is the best gift you can give to grow the kingdom and to those you love. I feel like I have not talked to you guys in such a long time, and I know I have. I know I talked to you guys last week, but I listened back to that episode, and I must have been in a fever dream. Because listening back to it, I was like, ooh, like, ooh, like, ugh. I've been in such a funk the past month. And I know I say everything about health and all the sort of stuff about if you're taking care of your body, you'll feel good, you'll act good, all the sort of things. With my health being so bad sickness-wise the past month, I have not felt myself. And I honestly have been so hard on myself of being like, well, maybe I'm not eating great anymore. I'm not exercising enough. Or I'm not doing all these things. And the truth is, sickness is also included under that umbrella that is health. So even though for the most part I was eating the right things, doing all the right things because I was sick, I still felt like I was in such a mental rut. I finally feel to be out of that mental rut and it's been a long time coming. For those of you who this might be your first episode listening to, I have been sick for the last five weeks. I got sick while I was in Mexico and I have not recovered until I would say today to be completely honest. I would say today is the first day that I feel back to 100% because I had, I don't even know what, a lasting cough for the longest time. I think it might have been COVID. It was an interesting strand of COVID, so I'm not 100% sure. And just as I recovered from that, I got the norovirus. If you have not heard of the norovirus yet, it is a virus. It's, It's a rough one. It is essentially 12 to 24 hours of just throwing up just throwing up. So I woke up around 5 a.m. Sunday morning to myself, projectile vomiting. Sorry, I probably should have given a little bit of a, this is about to be said in the podcast episode. That was the reality of my Sunday. Did I have an event planned on Sunday? Yes, I did. Did I go to said event? No, I did not. One, I did not want to spread said virus, but two, I could not keep anything down. And it was so rough. I also had a friend fly into town for the event, and she could not go either because we both had the norovirus. It was rough. Make sure this week and weekend, I don't really know how long it's going to last for. My best friend in Dallas also has it, so clearly it's going everywhere. But it is no joke. It was not a fun time whatsoever. But if you do have the norovirus, maybe you're listening to this while dying in bed, get on a Zofran pack. That's going to be the best thing for you. That'll be best case scenario cure you right up. But for the most part, it is one of those things that you've just got to power through the 24 hours and then eat as much food as you physically can because you probably did lose five pounds. And if you guys know how I feel about my desire to always be gaining weight and staying away from the lower number on the scale, I am not happy with the result of losing five pounds. That's an estimate though. I didn't step on the scale. I refuse to. I'm going to let myself eat a couple more days and then maybe we'll see what I need to be getting back to. Since we last chatted, that's the major life update. This past weekend was great, despite getting so sick. Adeline was in town, and we just had such a great time. I feel like post being sick, which has really been a day and a half, I am just so excited for the new year. Monday, my church had an encounter night, and it was exactly what I needed. My church starts off every year doing 21 days of prayer and fasting, and if you heard one of the last couple episodes, I believe I talked about it, how prayer and fasting this time last year radically transform my life. 
because it was a really real and raw time where I said, okay, God, not me and not my will, but all you. I don't want anything if it's not of you. And I think that was the first time I really meant that. After living a life that felt like I was absolute scum of the earth, I realized how desperate my need for Jesus was. This year, I'm also walking through the More of God series, and I'm fasting sugar, and I'm fasting alcohol. I'm not a huge heavy drinker, but I realized around the holidays, I definitely drank a decent amount and like drank pretty often, which I'm not a super huge fan of. And I started doing it a lot in a social setting, and I realized I wanted to scale that back and cut that out. I truthfully did not know what I wanted to fast up until the night of the worship night on Monday night, and I felt the Lord tell me that. And then one other thing, which I might share eventually later on the podcast, but that's something I'm not sharing right now. But it was a really hard decision to figure out what should I be fasting since I have already been limiting a lot of different foods in my life. I didn't want to do the Daniel fast because it was very similar to what I'm already eating. No sugar. I prayed a lot about if I should fast social media or not. And to be completely honest, I thought I maybe should because I have struggled with comparison more the past month than I ever have. And I didn't know if that was God saying like, hey, you need to be giving this over to me. But after praying about it, I really did not think that was the case. And in turn, I'm actually going to talk a lot about that or kind of what I learned as a result of going on that little bit of a mental craze the past month of comparing myself to everyone on social media, of being so in my head, thinking people are doing better than me or skinnier than me or fitter than me or whatever else, fill in the blank, making more money than me all of the different things, I have been so incredibly in my head. And if you've seen the title of this episode, I actually have no idea what it's going to be, but it's going to be something about not being an expert. I would love to say I would be the first to admit that I'm not an expert, but I probably would not admit that a lot of times to people. I love to think that I'm an expert. I'm a perfectionist. I love doing everything to the best of my ability, if not greater than that. And I want to be the best at everything. Innately, that is in my DNA. It's got to be because things that I would not ever know how to do, I want to be the best at it. And if I'm not, I don't want to try. And that's where the issue comes into play. Wanting to be the best at something I don't always think is a bad thing that can show that you're driven, that can show that you're ambitious. But when you don't even try because you're not going to be an expert, of course, you're not going to be an expert the first time you do something like that's so incredibly silly. Who would think that? Me. I think that all of the time. And I'm always in this constant battle with myself of, well, do I try it and fail or do I just not try at all? Most of the time, my answer back to myself is, I don't think I want to try at all. And I've come to terms with that a lot the past couple months as I've explored the wellness space because the wellness space is something I know absolutely nothing about. And when I say wellness, I mean health, I mean wellness, I mean fitness. This is not my area of expertise. I felt like two years ago, I was telling everyone about community and the Lord was blessing me so much community wise that I had a level of expertise. But when it comes to fitness and food and wellness and health, that level of expertise is so much higher. And I have never been the girl who was super smart. I cared about sports more than anything growing up. I never prioritized my grades. I went to school for public relations not saying that's a bad major, but I wasn't a science or math girl by any means at all. So now that I have this interest in nutrition and in health and in wellness and all these different things, 
I keep disqualifying myself because I don't know yet. And I think a lot of us might be in that boat as we're walking into the new year. We want to do something or we want to learn something, but we don't feel well qualified. I have to sit back sometimes and remind myself that some of the greatest people and most accomplished people did not start doing what they're doing until way later in life. Meanwhile, I look at my life at 23 and say, oh, I'm so behind. Or I'm never going to be able to be an expert in this area because I didn't learn it when I was what, 12? 12? We come up with this idea that we're born with our passions and we're just going to continue that one passion for our entire life. And I just think that's really far from the way that we... And I just think that's actually really far from the way that we were created. I believe that the Lord, yes, puts passions in our heart, but I think that's a plural. I don't think he lays one thing on our heart. I think he gives us this desire to learn and this desire to try new things and do new things. But as humans, we want to be the best. We want to be perfect. So we don't do that. Real quick pause before we jump from life updates straight into the episode because it really kind of naturally was about to flow into the episode. Let's stop and make sure we're practicing gratitude before we jump into the points of today's episode. Before we jump into today's episode, let's dive into our pieces of gratitude. I have been so out of it with being sick and I'm so sorry I haven't been posting in the channel of different things throughout the week that we should be focusing on body, soul, and spirit, but we are getting back to that starting next Monday. I apologize for the little break in that. That will not happen again though because I truly love being able to do it and I hope it's something you guys are actually able to implement and it's something that you enjoy as well. So if you're new here, every single week we dive into our body, soul, and spirit and show gratitude towards each week after week because it is so important to, yes, improve all of these areas of our life, but before we dive into that, before we self-improve, we need to sit and reflect in gratitude first. The Lord says in Philippians, it's my favorite verse, to present our requests to him with thanksgiving. In simple terms, before we come to God with anything, any desires, any prayer requests, we should come with a thankful heart. And if we don't have that attitude of gratitude, we're never going to actually be able to do that. So starting off, body. Tell me one thing you're grateful for about your body. Next, tell me something you're grateful for about in terms of your soul. Soul can be a community, it can be your purpose, or it could be your hobbies. So any of those three, pick one, try to switch it up a week after week. Lastly, tell me something you're grateful for about our God or anything spirit-wise. If you believe something different, something in tune with what you believe spiritually, tell me something you are grateful for. One way that I've really learned this and honestly learned it well has been the gym. I was the athlete in high school. I prioritized lacrosse more than I prioritized anything else in my life. Same thing with soccer when I played prior to that growing up. Sports were my thing. Sports were what I was known for. Sports embodied everything about me. And when I decided not to play sports in college, I was stripped from that idol. And I truly don't think I would have encountered the Lord as early as I did in life had I not quit sports. When I decided not to play lacrosse in college and stopped playing entirely, I found out that I tore my labrum in my shoulder. As a result of that, I could not lift more than three pounds with my shoulder for a year. And I really tried. I really tried. I went to physical therapy for such a long time and poured everything into healing because I knew I wanted fitness to be a part of my life. But after a couple months, a year of trying, I just kind of questioned what it was for. 
And shortly after, I moved away to college and just thought, there's no point in continuing this. And I stopped working out entirely. A girl who'd probably been running around and working out, moving her body in some sort of healthy way since she was two years old, had just completely given it up at the age of 18, 19. For the next couple months, my metabolism was able to keep up with itself where I wasn't putting on any weight. Until I did. I went through a really sad season of life and I started eating really unhealthy and started eating more. As a result of that, I put on a little bit of weight and people immediately made comments. From there, I then started working out, but it wasn't working out in a way where I was even enjoying what I was doing. I was working out to enable myself to be skinny. I was doing Chloe Ting workouts. I wasn't necessarily going to the gym. I would not necessarily call that working out in the way that I work out now, where weightlifting is a lot different than the Chloe Ting workouts that I were doing. If you have any context, you know kind of a little more of what I'm talking about. The ads for lose five pounds in a week or get a shredded summer body, those were the things that I was gravitating towards, which is insane to me. So fast forward to 2023 when I decided to take fitness seriously again, I still couldn't lift more than two pounds. I know I said three before. It probably was two at this point. I had let my body get so incredibly weak. It was so fragile. And and I realized I had a long way to go. And I'll be honest, it took a lot for me to be able to get comfortable again. I was so scared of walking into a gym and not being the best one in there or not knowing what I'm doing. I was always looking around, seeing if, oh my gosh, is someone looking at me? Am I using this machine right? Am I doing this right? I'm not lifting enough weight. These people are going to make fun of me. I look like a fool. I was so incredibly in my head, but I learned through that. You can't start something and be an expert immediately. You can't even restart something, which was the case for me in sports and in working out. I now look back at my life and I realize how much this idea has held me back in life. I guarantee there were so many things in college that I was so passionate about and wanted to learn about but because I did not already know and have some sort of knowledge in that area. I just geared away from it. And I've done that over and over again. And I know I've told you guys, like, I made 2023 my year of learning. And yes, I did learn. And it was exciting and it was awesome. But now I'm coming to face things that, like, I want to learn. But I don't just want to learn for the standpoint of learning. I want to learn because I want to know. Like, I want to be an expert in these areas. I want to be able to educate people in these areas. But how can I do so when I don't know? And I've put so much pressure on myself of now wanting to step into this wellness space as a content creator and as an influencer, but I'm not an expert. I've looked around and said, well, I need to get certified in this and get this specialization and do all of these different things because I can't be speaking on something when I'm not an expert. And I agree with that to an extent. I don't think I can be getting on here and saying like, you need to be taking this for this reason. I would have nothing to back that up with. I don't have a degree in this. I don't have a certification in this. I have what I'm learning myself. And it took me until literally today when I realized that. So half of me thought I have two options. I could either wait, dedicate this time in my life to researching and becoming an expert in all of these different fields, or I could just say this is where we are because I'm here and you're here. And if you're listening to this, you're probably not overly an expert in this area either. Or maybe you're an expert in the fitness area, but not in the health and wellness. Or you are in the wellness, but not in the fitness. Or you're an expert in fitness, but not in faith. All of these different areas, I'm so 
desperate to learn more about. But I have to remind myself that I want to learn about them because I want to learn about them and not just so I can say I know. If I'm being honest with you guys, I would truly like to sit here and tell you all of my knowledge. Just pour out to you in an attempt to help you in whatever area of your life you're needing help in. I would love to be able to do that. But this is where we are. We're in square one. A lot of what I want to help is the people who are in square one. Because that sometimes feels like the most daunting part. I post all these videos about the transformation that I went through in the past year. And that's not necessarily to be like, go follow my workout plan. Go do these things. Do these things. It's just wanting to inspire people to just start. Whatever that looks like for you. Maybe that does mean eating more. Maybe that means starting to work out in a really slow way. I don't want you to go and try to do something big and crazy and have a 20-step self-care routine because that's not going to stick. You just need to start somewhere. I think so often we see these influencers or these experts online and we often think, what, that those people are born that way? No, we all start somewhere. Every single one of us. And I hope that you guys are here years down the line where maybe I am more of an expert in all of these areas. But the truth is, I'm just starting out. I'd love to say I'm just saying this just to paint a picture for you guys, but I'm not. Like I touched on in the beginning, I have never been more prone to comparison than I am right now. And I think a lot of us are wanting to explore new areas in our life right now. It's the new year. We're wanting to try new passions. We're wanting to try new things. And it might be something as silly as rollerblading, or it might be wanting to learn about something new, going and getting a degree that seems so crazy different than what you maybe went to school for initially. But I think so many of us are being pulled away from our purpose or pulled away from some different higher quality because we're scared not to be perfect. We're scared of the starting point. And I listen to a lot of business podcasts where I hear these 40-something-year-olds talk about, oh, the hard days, or when we were starting out in our relationship, we were broke and we were poor, or when we started this business, we were running off of nothing. When I did this, we had nothing. I think our generation doesn't hear that very much anymore. We see these 20-something-year-olds, or granted, these teenagers who are spending so much money or live these lavish lives, or their business takes off overnight and it's awesome, like so great for them. But what about the rest of us where that doesn't happen? I think a lot of people even look at my life of like, oh, you took off on social media. Guys, I've been doing this for four years, four years. And I still struggle all of the time in this of, oh, is this something I should still be doing? I texted my best friend this morning saying, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I don't have a purpose here. I don't know if I should still be doing events. I don't know if I should still be doing this podcast. I don't know. I'm four years into this and I'm still not an expert. But I look back on where I was and I'm a heck of a lot further than that. And I hope years down the line, I'm able to look back at this and say, I'm so glad you started. Because I look back even me a year ago to that really tiny version of me and I'm so glad she started. I'm more proud of that girl who decided to start than I am the girl I am today because that was the hardest part. It's not necessarily too hard for me to continue going because now I've got the routine, I've got the discipline, and yes, some days are hard, but starting, that's something I'm really proud of myself for because I wasn't an expert. I had 
zero knowledge. Now I maybe have like 50% knowledge. I still don't know a lot and I'm about to get humbled later this weekend in a serious way that way. So with all of that, I've decided I want to do something fun. I maybe challenge you to do something fun too. I want to do over the next 21 days doing different things or learning different things maybe that I'm not an expert at. Spend 21 days every single day doing something, something different, whether it's knitting, whether it's rollerblading, it's learning about something I have no idea about. I'm going to spend the next 21 days doing that because I think when we get out of our comfort zone, even if it's in something silly, like I'm going to learn how to knit and be bad at knitting because who cares? Like I'm allowed to be bad at things. I think when we get comfortable in that place, when it comes to these big things that might encompass our purpose in a lot of ways, it's a lot easier for us to jump at those things. When you're doing something new all of the time, it's a lot easier to be open to learn. When I was living abroad, I had such a more deeper desire to learn than I do back home in the States. And it has nothing to do with where I was living, but has everything to do with where I was living because one is super comfortable. It's what I'm used to. And the other was crazy different. And in that crazy different where everything was new and I was always learning in day-to-day life, I became comfortable in that place of unknown and of not being an expert, of not being perfect, of understanding that things are going to go wrong, knowing that I'm going to fail time after time. And I want to get back to that place again. I want to curate a life where I am more concerned with asking good questions and learning than I am being an expert. We want to walk into these rooms and be the most confident person in the room, but how about the person who just wants to learn the most? I think that's something that never ends, but if you're in your teens and 20s, which I think is a lot of you, that is how we should be spending this time of our lives. Learning. I just don't want to look my future self in the mirror and be like, dang, I wish I would have learned that then. So let's go learn. And let's make 2024 our year of learning. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. As always, I would absolutely love if you guys would drop us down a review below, connect with us on Instagram at Places, and if you're feeling up for it, your messages mean more than you'd know. I am totally in a mental ah right now, or I have been for the past little bit, and I don't do this by any means for anyone's praise whatsoever, but I also think evaluation is good, and if I'm not making a difference here, I want to go make a difference somewhere else. And that's not me being like, bye, I'm done with the podcast whatsoever. I just constantly want to be aware of that because there is a lot of places other than social media that I could be spending my time, that I know I could be making a difference. But I do feel very called here and I just always want to be checking and making sure this is where the Lord has me and that it's doing something for you. Because at the end of the day, I'm here to serve you as the listener. I love you guys. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend and just a continual happy start to your new year. (laughs) Bye for now. I love you.